And now, on Prophetic Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here, Prophetic Faith. I am Pastor Robbie Barrett, and tonight we are going into Volume 11 of the Law of Faith. We have learned so much. God has revealed so much revelation to us. And let me tell you right now, revelation is the advantage that you have. He said, my people are destroyed for a lack of what? Knowledge. So we're learning some knowledge. We're getting some revelation to make our faith work. So tonight we're going into this series that's dealing with our mindset, our unrenewed mind. Because let me tell you something, faith is supernatural. And do you know that the God that you serve is supernatural? So therefore, let me present this to you. You are to live supernatural. And before we get into this message, what does supernatural mean? It simply means that it goes beyond the natural limits. So beyond the limitations that we see in the natural, we are able to live beyond any limits. Why? Because the God that we serve, He is the limitless God. Let's get into this message right now. It is going to stir your faith up, and I will see you at the end of the program. Father, I thank you, Lord, for every person that's here today. I thank you for this family here at this church, Lord, that this group of people that you've given us here, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you're using these people to change the world. I just thank you, Father, for everything that you've taught us throughout the years, Lord. You just keep giving us fresh revelation of who you are and what you're doing in this hour. And Father, we just thank you for your voice that is here in this church. There's so many people have been blessed to say, when I, when I come to these services, I hear the Lord speak. Father, we just can't thank you enough for that. And I thank you that the anointing is here to back up every word that is spoken in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Alright, so I'm going to read to you the definition of supernatural. Now I know I said it's great, it, it's better and all these things, but here's the definition. Are you ready? It means it's an order of existence beyond the visible, observable universe. Right? So it's not something that we can see. It starts where? In a place where we can't see it. Alright. Number two, this is the second definition. Departing, when you go into the supernatural, you are departing what is usual or normal, especially so as to appear to transcend, which means to go beyond range or limits. When you hear that word transcend, that means it goes beyond limits. Do you got some limits in your life right now? Come on, somebody, talk to me. Is there things that the enemy is pointing out in your life that says, hey, this is as far as you can go. This is the limit. Well, listen up. The supernatural transcends 
any limit or range according to the laws of nature. And what we've been learning about for weeks now, laws, right? So the supernatural is able to override any natural law, any limit in your life. Now, everybody in here, I don't care who you are, just from the time you were born until now, society, the enemy, people around you, whatever you want to call it, has placed limits on you. And watch this. The sad part is, is that many of us, so many times, we believe those limits, right? We think, oh, we were born on the wrong side of the track. Oh, it's because our last name. Oh, we, don't, we didn't have a silver, a silver spoon in our mouth. All these different things we put on us and we say, well, we're limited. We're not, God's not able to use me mightily. God's not able to do anything great in my life. But when I, when, when you got to understand something today that we're not dealing with the natural. We are dealing with the supernatural. Say that with me one more time. Supernatural. All right, so <clears throat> what we've got to learn today is, and what we've got to find out is this. How does God operate? How does God operate, right? How does He do things? How does He function? Go to Jeremiah 27.5. Look at this right here. I'm going to throw several scriptures at you here real quick just to show you something. The, the Lord says, I have made the earth, the man, and the beasts that are upon the ground. By my great power and by my outstretched arm have I given it unto whom it seemed meet unto me. Next verse. It says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made by things which do appear. Go to the next verse for me, Dave. It says, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and stretched out arm. There is, read that with me, there is nothing too hard for you. Say that with me one more time. There is nothing too hard for you. I wanted you to see that because many of you are looking at situations right now in your life and you're looking at it with this perspective. Man, this is too hard. This is too big. This is too strong. I can't get past this. I can't break this off. Well, look at what the scripture said. It says, with God, there is nothing too hard for him to accomplish. Next verse for me, Dave. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men it is what? It's impossible. When you're dealing with the natural, you are dealing with impossibles. But look at what Jesus said right here. He said, but with God, how many things? How many things? How many things? All things. All things. And like I said earlier, if you want to go to Ephesians... Uh, six, I believe it's five or six. I believe it's uh, chapter five. He says it right. He says it like this. He says, "Whatever you can think of, you you imagine the biggest, hardest, impossible thing that you could ever imagine." And God said, "I'll go above that." <laughs> All right. So I read those four scriptures right there to show you something. Does that let you know how God operates and how He functions? How does he do it? Supernatural. I'm here to tell you today that there is nothing natural about God. 
You need to get this. Before we go any further in this message, you need to get that program into your spirit and into your mind that God does not do anything natural. Nowhere. He does nothing common or normal. No, He always goes above and beyond, over the top. He does the supernatural. He does what man cannot do. Somebody needs to say amen here today. This is the God that we serve. And watch this. Most importantly, go like this. Go like this. That's the God that's inside you right now. I'm not talking, he's not on a throne somewhere. Yeah, he is on a throne somewhere. But most importantly, he says, I dwell in you right now. So the one that does the impossible, that created the heavens and the earth, he spoke them into existence. He did it by his great and mighty power. The one that says there's nothing too hard for me. I don't care what kind of situation you're dealing with. It's not too hard. It's not too late. I can turn it around. I can make it as if it never even happened. Lord, have mercy. Somebody help me. I can do all these things. And he is living on the inside of you. Somebody say amen. So it becomes pretty clear that God operates, He thinks, He talks, He functions supernatural. Amen? That becomes clear. Alright, so watch this. So with everything that He does is supernatural, why would we expect anything different? So now that we've established that God does... Everything that He does, everything that He is, everything that He speaks or whatever is supernatural. It goes beyond limits. It goes beyond the impossible. So my question is this to you, and I want you to think about this. Why would you expect any different? Or should I say it like this? Why would you expect less of God? Now, through this message, I'm going to challenge you today, but it's going to be a good challenge. You're going to say, mm, I needed that. I needed, I needed that to grip my spirit up today. Because I'm going to show you something that's going to help every single person in here. Galatians 2.20. Look at what Galatians says. Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live where? So he's not talking about when he goes to Beulah land. Right? He's not talking about one day all sad and sorrows are going to be gone. No, he's talking about right here, right now. How many can say amen that you are right here, right now? That you're not in heaven yet. Come on. You are seated in heavenly places with Christ, but fleshly speaking, you're still in circumstances and situations and all that, right? So you need something for the now. Well, this is what Paul said. He said, I, the, the life that I now live in the flesh, so that's talking about us, he says, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Some might say, my faith is Jesus' faith. Oh, Lord. Now, do I got any Bible to back that up besides that scripture? Yes, because the Bible says that Jesus is the what? He's the author and the what? He's the finisher of who? Your faith. Somebody say, my faith. Okay, so Paul says, this life that I now live in the flesh, I am living by the faith of the Son of God, the El Shaddai, the great I am, all this, He's on the inside of me, and I'm living by that faith. Alright, so watch this. So that tells me that faith is going in which direction? Thank you, Cheryl. The supernatural. 
That's the direction it's always going. It is never going into the natural direction, the carnal direction. So if God's faith is on the inside of you and it's on the inside of me, what direction is that faith trying to pull us? Into the supernatural. Why? Because we've already learned and we've already established that God is operating where? In the supernatural. There's nothing common about Him. Matter of fact, He said in Isaiah, He said, Who can you liken me to? With who can you compare me to? See, you've got nobody to compare God with. Lord have mercy. Are y'all hearing me? You've got nobody to uh, equal out Him. He's beyond everything that you could ever think of. So he says, my faith is on the inside of you right now. All right, so watch this. <clears throat> Can I tell you something today that may surprise you, but it's true? Who's ready? If, you say, if you're ready, say hallelujah. All right, all right. So watch this. Your faith is not the problem. Some of you in here, you say, I've been praying, I've been doing all this, I've been trying to receive, and, and, and I just, it must be I don't have enough faith to receive. Come on, isn't that what the enemy whispered to you? You don't have enough faith. Oh, if you just had more faith. Oh, if you just had that mountain moving faith. That, that, you just don't have it. Right? Br brother, sister, so-and-so's got it, but you just don't have it. Can I tell you something today? It's not your faith that's the problem. It's not. How do I know that? Because it's God's faith. Somebody say amen. Now I know that there is natural human faith, right? I know that. I understand that. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about supernatural faith, right? All right. That supernatural faith, it's not yours. God placed it. The Bible says that God gave every what? Man a what? Measure of faith. It's His faith. So for me, watch this, for me to think that God's faith could not work or is not working is crazy, if you think about it, isn't it? Because I just read to you what He did with His faith. He, he created everything that was seen and unseen. He spoke it into existence. He did this by His might and stretched out hand. He did all of that. So it would be foolish of me to think that the faith that He's placed on the inside of me is not enough. Now don't misunderstand me. You need to take the faith, the measure of faith that God has given you, and you need to build it. You need to work it, right? You need to strengthen it and cause it to grow. So I'm going to tell you that most of the time, yes, sometimes it is because of a lack of faith. But most of the time, it is not the faith problem. You say, well, brother, what is it? What's the problem here? The problem is, is that your faith is supernatural. So it's going in this direction, right? But your mind is still carnal. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, the Bible specifically tells you and instructs you to renew your mind. Is that right? It says to renew it by the Word of God. Renew it. Transform it. Totally reconstruct the way you think and how you look at things and what your perspective is and how you feel and all this other stuff. He says totally reboot it. How? With the Word of God. 
with focusing on Him, with seeking after Him. That's how we transform our mind. Okay, so I, I want you to see this right here. So we're talking about directions today, right? We're talking about direction. All right, so your faith is going in this direction. It's going towards God. It's going towards the supernatural. That's what faith is. The Bible says that faith is the evidence of things what? Not seen. That's supernatural. Okay? But your, the problem is, is that your thinking is still like the thinking of the world. You still mind the things of the flesh. So watch this. Your faith's going in this direction. Your mind is going in this direction. You're not thinking supernatural. You're not looking supernatural. You're going after natural things. So, alright, so if one's going this way and one's going that way, how can they meet? It's not your faith. Turn to your neighbor and say, I got enough faith. Come on, I got enough faith. He said, if I just have faith as a grain of mustard seed, the faith is not the problem. It's the, watch this. It's the problem is, is that I have not renewed my mind. In other words, I'm looking at my problems, but I'm looking at them with a natural perspective. Okay, how can God get me out of this naturally speaking? Now tell me that's not how you think. Come on, how can God do this? And you begin to figure out equations when the Bible says that He does things supernaturally. Now, don't misunderstand me. Does the world have natural fixes and natural remedies to get out of situations? Yeah, they do, right? But God is not like the world. God wants to go above and beyond. Amen? God wants to go over the top in your life. See, I'm trying to challenge you this morning to believe, start believing what people consider unbelievable. There's no way that that can come. There's no way that that can happen in your life. Because you see, watch this. Faith is supernatural. But if my mindset is still carnal, if I still think like I used to think and do all these things like I used to, then guess what? I'm going in a totally different direction. Are y'all seeing that now? So, so it's not your faith. Somebody say it's not my faith. Go to Romans 8, 5 through 7. This is the Amplified Classic. All right? It says, For those who are, are, who are according to the flesh and are controlled by its unholy desires, set their minds on and do what? Pursue. Now, when I hear the word pursue, I think direction, right? So, Paul says, when I have a fleshly mindset, I'm not talking, it doesn't mean you're not saved. Don't misunderstand me. Everybody thinks if you start talking carnal or fleshly or something like that, they think, oh, you out here uh, doing something terrible, doing something bad. No, you could be in the church house each week and still be just as carnal as you were when you were at the club. Somebody say amen. So he says the, the, the natural mind does what? It goes that direction. It's not going after the supernatural. It's trying to figure things out naturally speaking, okay? How, how can God do this? How can God turn this around? Those things which gratify the flesh. Watch this. Do you know why 
Your unrenewed mind is seeking after natural fixes. You want to know why? Because that's what it can handle. You start, watch this, you start taking your carnal mindset and trying to figure out the things of God, you get real uncomfortable. You ever notice that? So it, does, it thinks after things that gratify the flesh, things you can handle. All right? It says, but those who are according to the Spirit and are controlled, next for me, Dave, by the desires of the Spirit, set their minds and do what? So when I have a supernatural mindset that's after God, which direction am I going? I'm going in this direction. So guess what? So now my faith and my mindset are going in the same direction. I'm no longer being pulled two different ways. It would be as if I, I, I parked my car right here and I put it in forward and then I put it in reverse and put it in forward and put it in reverse and then get out and say, I went somewhere. I didn't go anywhere. That's how we're doing. We say, I believe in God, but we still have that natural, unrenewed mind. And, and we think we're doing something, and we think we're going somewhere, but in reality, we're not going anywhere. We've just been putting it in forward and reverse for the last week or month or years or however long you've been doing this. All right? It says, it seeks after things which gratify the Spirit, right? So when you have a supernatural mindset, you don't have any problem believing God for the supernatural. It, let me say it like this. It doesn't scare you. You ever notice that? When people try to say, man, how are you going to pay for this? I don't know. God's going to take care of it. What? Praise God. Are you believing God for the supernatural? Because that's how you and I are to live every single day. Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. What is that? That is to get in the mindset that God wants to do the supernatural every day in your life. See, let me, let me say this to you. Your faith cannot go in one direction and your mind go in another direction. So many times people think, well, it's my faith that's the issue. I don't have enough faith. I don't, you know, I don't have a close enough walk with God. That's not the case. What is it so many times that trips us up, that keeps us from receiving from God? Let me tell you what that is. It is our unrenewed mind. This is the step that many people skip over. They get the Word. They, they start standing on the Word. They start confessing the Word. They start trusting God. And then things don't work. Things don't come to pass. And it seems like everything begins to fall around you. Now, why is that? He said, you are transformed not by knowing the Word, right? Not even by confessing the Word. He said, you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. That simply means to reprogram how you think. Now, how, you, how should you and I be thinking? We should be thinking like God. What does the Word declare? He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus, when He was here on the earth, He thought like His Father. He said, I say what my Father says, and I do what my Father does, what I see Him do. He had the mind of God on the inside of Him. 
And you and I are to have the same way. So watch this. When you start believing for the supernatural, you start walking in the supernatural. Listen to me. If you're watching this tonight, I don't care what you're dealing with. I don't care what you're facing. This God that I have talked about tonight, He is the limitless God. There is nothing that He cannot do in your life. How do you know that? Because I've seen it. Yes, I don't want you just to take my word for it. I want you to know this, that I have seen the miracles. I've seen the signs and wonders. I've seen God do what was utterly impossible in the natural. And let me tell you something right now. He has not changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I want to pray for you right now. Whatever impossible situation that you may be facing, guess what? You have a recipe for God to move in your life. Let's pray and believe God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you that you are the God of the supernatural. You, there's nothing common about you. There's nothing, un, there's nothing usual about you. But you are the limitless God. You can go above and beyond anything that we could ever ask or think of. So therefore, Father, that's what we are believing you for. We are believing you for the impossible. Many people that are watching tonight, Lord, they have impossibilities in their health, in their finances, in their marriages, in, their, in the situations of their life. Father, you specialize in making the impossible possible. So, Father, I pray right now that as they release their faith, that you will begin to operate and bring forth the impossible in their life because you are the God of the supernatural. And I pray right now that they renew their mind to think like you think. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen and Amen. I want to take this time to thank you for watching this program. I want to thank our faith partners. I do this every single week. Faith partners, thank you for your continued giving and support of this ministry. You make this possible. God gives us the mandate, but then He sends people to help and fund the vision. That's who you are. So faith partners, thank you so much for your giving and support of this ministry. And if you've been watching this for weeks, maybe you've been watching this for years now, and you say, you know what, this ministry, this program has really blessed me, it has really touched me, why don't you, become, why don't you pray about becoming a faith partner? Because everything that you sow into this ministry, it is able to further the kingdom and the preaching of the gospel to as many outlets, as many people that we can get it to. Because people need to hear the word of faith. Paul said this word that we preach, it is the word of faith. So until then, keep walking by faith. I will see you right here. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also... Request information at accelerantfaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at accelerantfaith.org as well.
command the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. 